Hey, you're listening to Worst Day Ever, the podcast dedicated to the horror stories, the shit shows, the worst days on set, told firsthand from the filmmakers who survived them. I'm your host, Tom Taher. Today on the podcast, we have filmmaker and photographer Sam Woos. Sam is someone I've known for a couple years now, and in that time, you know, I've been following his work, he's very, very talented at doing astro time lapses, time lapses that parallax and zoom. So if you're familiar with that style and kind of work, I mean, that's that's what he does. I mean, among other things, Sam is incredibly talented and, you know, does a lot of that sort of really cool time lapse, hyperlapse photography. And Sam's story kind of is centered around when he was getting his start in this industry, you know, kind of getting onto set and trying to learn as much as possible. And I feel like that's pretty relatable to anyone listening that is also starting out, you know, in that process of getting onto set and learning as much as possible. That's kind of when the crazy things start to happen. Um, And in Sam's instance, you know, where a lot of these stories are kind of a single day where everything goes wrong, you know, unfortunately for Sam, his story is a 72 hour nightmare. Hey, my name is Sam and this is my worst day ever. So I'm one of these like one-man band videographer kind of guys. I I do photos on the side as well. In 2014, I moved from North Carolina after graduating college. When I first got out to Arizona, I was reaching out to a lot of local studios just trying to get on sets. Uh, And and I ended up being like a second AC for a lot of these um, commercials in Arizona. A lot of these... uh, we had a Phoenix Suns. They were doing a lot of sports at the time, um, and I met I met a guy, and I can name drop him. He's a he's a homie of mine. His name's Leo Leo Ray's in Arizona. He's a big first AC in DIT in Arizona, and he was one of the first guys that really kind of put me under his wing and taught me a lot. Um, and he had a mentor himself whose name is Harry Harry Kreitis, and uh, these these both these guys are are amazing. So I don't mind name dropping them. I I talk to them all the time. Uh, so Harry is a director, and he he's an older head. Uh, he used to run Phoenix. He used to doing used to do a ton of stuff out there. But he has since moved uh, to LA and was and was bringing a lot of Arizona people out to LA to shoot these uh, casino commercials, essentially. And he had a client that was the Greater Palm Springs like tourism board. So. So Harry was reaching out to Leah and was like, hey, put together a crew. We need to go out to Palm Springs for like three weeks. And, and Leo, I, having just met Leo myself, he messaged me and was like, hey, I need, uh, I need like a second AC. You mind coming out to Palm Springs? We're going to go there for like two and a half, three weeks and do a bunch of stuff for the tourism board. And I was, of course, I was on board. I was down for anything at the time. They brought me on as a time-lapse op. So I was going off and doing a time-lapse of casinos. You know, just like sunrises at the parking garages, like up tall, like looking at the full casino as the sun is rising, sun setting. Um, So I was doing a lot of time lapses in the morning and in the nights. uh, And then during the day, I was a second AC for uh, for my friend. And second ACing is is not too hard. It's not too incredible. It's not too difficult. You kind of understand your role like pretty quickly. You're just like slating, running batteries, running cards. It's honestly just to get a lot more experience on set. So... This is maybe like two weeks into a three-week shoot. Like we were shooting for a bunch of different like hotels and casinos, doing a bunch of different spots. Anyway, so this is pretty deep into the process. Everyone kind of knows each other. 
We have this, uh, we have a red with those PL Canon uh, lenses, those long, those long ones. Like it's like 17 to 100 mil. And we'll shoot the whole commercial on these things. You know what I mean? Like they're not worried about shooting, you know, all these primes or whatever. We've got this big old, we've got this big old camera on a Dana dolly. I'm not sure what it's called, but there's a, there's like a hinge that goes towards the base plate of the Dana Dolly that kind of wraps around the, the bars of the Dana Dolly itself to keep the camera from falling forward or falling back. So we're moving everything and um, I'm helping move everything and we, we, we just set up in a new location right in front of this restaurant and this casino in, indoors. My AC is like, hey man, can you, can you go run these batteries? And I'm like, okay, so I'm actually changing batteries of this, of this um, a video village of this monitor and I can hear like, someone really loudly go <gasps> as I turn my head I can see the camera the red with this massive Canon lens on it falling forward off the Dana Dolly everyone kind of looks at the same time and it happens so quickly that no one could really die for it I was probably like 15 feet away from it and it just falls forward straight on the front of this Canon glass at this point, it's probably like a 20-person crew all around us, like 20, per 20 people all in like a small space. And we're all just frozen. And uh, and the AC who's standing right next to the camera was showing was showing uh, something on his phone to someone. Like the AC was literally like right next to it. And they're picking it up and the, the flange of the, of the red was just completely bent like the, the the lens was aimed down like four inches from where it should it was not level like the it completely fucked the flange of the um the lens and the mount of the of the red itself Th there wasn't really like an argument or anything like that harry who's the director is very much like okay that happened let's figure out what we do about it kind of deal so he, we find someone to take this this camera and lens in somewhere to get looked at immediately. You know, like maybe one of the PAs or someone. Someone grabbed everything, put it in a van, and 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 took it somewhere to see what what the real damage is. Uh, and it was bad. So that was the start of what felt like the most unlucky three to four days at this casino shoot. The next day, we're shooting all day, 15-hour day, you know, maybe 14, 15-hour days. These are, like, long-ass days. And at night, me and Leo and Harry were going to go shoot some B-roll uh, in downtown Palm Springs. Harry's daughter is driving. Leo's shooting a camera out the window. And me and Harry, the director, are in the back. I'm holding the director's monitor. I can't remember the name of it, but I think it was, like, around two grand. It was an expensive monitor. I think it was, like, the first OLED monitor that Small HD had. So I'm holding it for Harry in the back. He's half asleep. It's super late. We just had a really, really long day. And um, I'm just kind of holding the monitor for Harry as Leo's shooting in the front seat. And we're driving around downtown Palm Springs, and the battery dies with this director's monitor. And we're in like a little SUV, so I'm in the back seat, and I can reach um, over the back seat and then to the trunk and grab more batteries, the V-mount batteries that were back there. So as I'm coming back over my seat with the new battery, I got the battery in one hand, monitor on the other, I don't think Harry's daughter knew uh, that I was moving in the back. Like, I don't know that she knew I was changing batteries. I, I probably should have vocalized it. She goes over a speed bump, and with my right hand holding the battery, it, it, it just tapped the front of this, of this monitor. With my right hand, this battery just taps it. Just dink! And I look down, and this monitor is just shattered. A spider's web 
of broken glass, essentially. And I'm just looking down and I'm frozen. And this is the day after this whole situation with the red happened. And Harry's like, I'm looking over and, and, and Harry, Harry, Harry watched me do it. Like he saw me do it and he looked at me and I was just like, oh my God, like I am so, I mean, there's nothing else you can say other than like, I'm so sorry. Like I can't believe that just happened. Like it happened so fast. And I've never broken any any kind of gear or anything on set. This is my first like experience with that. And there is insurance for this kind of stuff, but it still sucks, especially like your first big gig. And just to do that right in front of the director, it was it was miserable. Harry has ended up being a super close friend of mine, and so this this didn't go on to have super bad repercussions. Uh, but I felt sick. I felt sick to my stomach. So anyway, I break this monitor. They're telling me, relax, you don't worry about it, don't worry about it, we got another one, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm so sorry, just constantly apologizing. And so that's that happens. And then the next day after that, all four of us that were in that car are, are back in the car and we're driving, we're driving away from Palm Springs, I believe into Palm Desert, or we're hopping on the highway for a moment. And um, this this actually doesn't have anything to do with with camera gear, it's just an insane part of the story. This job just seems so unlucky thinking back at it. Like we had three traumatizing things happen within three days. We're driving down Palm Sp away from Palm Springs, kind of in the desert. And we may have been location scouting. I can't really remember. But we're driving in the desert. And, I'm, and there's, a, there's probably like a 20-foot dirt median in between us and the oncoming traffic. And I'm in the back seat uh, behind the driver. And, I'm, and I look out the window. And I'm like, holy shit. There's a car in the oncoming lane that's like sideways, like looking directly at us. And it kind of it spooked me for a second. And I realized that they are swerving at like 50, 60 miles an hour. And the car just lifts up. It just fucking, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's almost like the front, the front end maybe hit the dirt of the median in, in the middle. And the back of the car just lifts up towards us and is rolling. I'm talking about this car is literally rolling at us. And Leo, who's driving, swerves to the right. You know, everything, everyone kind of clinches up and you kind of go into flight or flight mode. This car probably rolled probably 10 times straight at us and we swerved away from it. And and like, we all get out of the car because we're, we're freaking out. Like it was insane. Like what had just happened was was wild. And, and we're running over to this car who's it's completely flipped over. There's dirt up and everywhere. Everyone has stopped out of their cars, which is not that many. It's probably like five or six cars. Everyone's stopped and is running over to this car that has just been flipping like crazy. And you can hear screaming. I, we heard, I could hear screaming running up to this car. And as I'm running up to it, I'm, Leo's right next to me, my buddy. And I'm starting to realize, like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can, like, I don't know what to do here. But I got a feeling if I look into this car and I see some really fucked up shit, that I'm gonna be traumatized. I felt like what what had already happened was already traumatizing. I didn't want to traumatize myself anymore. I'm talking to Leo. I'm like, Leo, I can't look in there, man. Like, I, I can't. I don't know how else to help. I'll, I'll, I'll get in the street and wave down cars so they don't speed by too quickly or something. But I, 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 got, I hear someone screaming. This car's flipped over. I saw it roll ten times. Like, I, I don't know if I can look in there. The ambulance takes, you know, five minutes to show up and then they get there and they they pull her out uh, and she's OK. And, and I remember I remember the EMTs, you know, asking people what happened. And I, I kind of raised my hand. I was like, I kind of felt like I, I saw more than maybe anyone else did. I think she was on her phone and um, 
she was kind of slowly going off of the road to the right. And when she looked up, she overcorrected to the left and just went into the median. And then that median, the dirt just kind of flipped her car. Uh, and, and they actually told us that the fact that she's screaming is actually a good thing, uh, which sounds really messed up. But um, if, it, if she was silent, then I think there is more cause for concern. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, this, this they pulled her out and they took her to the ambulance. And me, Harry, Leo um, are all just sitting there looking at each other like, good God, like w- the last 72 hours have just been a nightmare. It's just It was just the most unlucky experience, you know, back to back to back that I've had. And yeah, that's pretty much my story. Uh, thankfully, nothing like that's ever happened again. I've yet to drop or break any other camera gear since then, knock on wood. And yeah, that was my worst set experience ever. And that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. Thank you, Sam, for coming on and sharing your worst day or days ever. Now, having heard Sam's story, it is pretty illuminating to the nature of what we do as filmmakers. You know, we're often kind of put on the front lines. You get to see some really cool things. But on that same token, there are things that you are subject to and you get to experience that aren't that pretty. And though, you know, the collision car accident was kind of unrelated to film, it just goes to show you that, you know, working in this industry, you get to experience, you know, a lot of stuff, good and bad. Though there are some fun moments in there, I think we can all relate to some gear breaking. It definitely is also illuminating to the other aspects of film of kind of experiencing some really insane stuff. So yeah, once again, thank you, Sam, for coming on and sharing your story. And if you've been enjoying the podcast so far, I have one small favor to ask. Depending on where you're listening to this, if you scroll down, you'll have the option to write a review and leave a star rating. If you could take a quick moment and fill that out, it really does help. This being a fairly new podcast, the higher ratings allow this to be discovered and listened to by more filmmakers. In turn, leading to more worst day ever stories. Anyways, that wraps it up for this episode. Tune in next week for another worst day ever.